who in the mid-1850s, when still a young man, had introduced Edward Byrne Jones to Dante Gabriel Rossetti. This triggered the second and perhaps more durable phrase of pre-Raphaelitism in which Byrne Jones played a central role. Vernon Lushington was a younger brother of my great-grandfather. There are a number of interesting aspects to Vernon's position within the pre-Raphaelite movement, many of which go unnoticed in what is said about it today. First of all, who was he? He was the grandson of a sometime chairman of the East India Company, who was awarded baronetcy in 1791. His own father, Stephen Lushington, a second son, was an eminent lawyer and long-serving member of Parliament. Stephen Lushington allied himself with Wilberforce in opposing the slave trade and was also an opponent of capital punishment. When Vernon commissioned Holman Hunt to paint his father's portrait in 1862, the painting is now in the National Portrait Gallery, conversation at their first meeting turned to the American Civil War, then raging in full force. Hunt relates what happened as follows. Sitting down to my first dinner in the house, one of the sons asked me what line I took on the question of the war between North and South in America. I had better confess at once that I am on the unpopular side. I must avow that all the arguments I hear for the Southern cause have no weight with me, I said. Well done, he exclaimed. We are all Northerners here. Hunt was also fascinated by the fact that his sister's memories stretched back to the last years of the 18th century. Stephen Lushington recalled, for example, being at a London theater when the theater manager appeared before the curtain at the conclusion of the first act to announce the execution of Louis XVI of France. He asked if the audience wished the play to continue. No response was made, but everyone in the theater arose, took his hat and coat in silence, and a few minutes the building was empty. Louis XVI was executed on 23rd January 1793. Lushington was born on 14th January 1782. He would have been just past his 11th birthday at the time of the incident. In fact, if one examines pre-Raphaelitism through the prism of the relationship between the artists who belong to the movement and the Lushington family, one sees how rapidly and completely these artists became linked to the British intellectual and political establishment. Vernon Lushington, in his youth, acted briefly as a kind of amanuensis to Thomas Carlyle, helping to correct Carlyle's edition of the letters of Oliver Cromwell. Vernon and his wife both knew the pioneer photographer Julia Margaret Cameron, whose images were heavily influenced by pre-Raphaelite art. Cameron, born in India, was a member of another prominent family connected to the Raj. Vernon's daughter Susan, gifted for music, was a friend and pupil of the composer Sir Hubert Parry, perhaps best known in his own day for his big choral works, but now chiefly celebrated for his setting of Blake's Jerusalem. When Jane Lushington died in the mid-1880s, the care of her three daughters was taken over by the wife of Leslie Stephan, the prominent biographer and philosopher. Julia Princip Jackson was a niece of Julia Margaret Cameron and the mother of Virginia Woolf and Vanessa Bell. Virginia Woolf used Kitty Lushington 
the eldest of Vernon Lushington's daughters, as the model for Clarissa, the titular heroine of her novel, Mrs. Dalloway. Wolfe's view of Kitty in the novel is anything to go by was not hugely favorable. The Internet Encyclopedia Wikipedia notes that, as a commentary on interwar society, Clarissa's character highlights the role of women as the proverbial angel in the house and embodies sexual and economic repression and the narcissism of bourgeois women who have never known the hunger and insecurity of working women. Nevertheless, Kitty was intimately part of Wolfe's imaginative world and of the social world she inhabited as well. They had, after all, been brought up together. One can extend this social panorama beyond the boundaries of the Lushington family by looking briefly at the social relationships of Vernon's friend Edward Byrne Jones.